You're listening to Fear the Nth Cast. I'm Josh. I'm JD. I'm not dead. Shockingly. <laughs> we were worried there for a well, moment. Wait a minute. Why, why is that shocking? Well, wait, did, did I survive an incident that you planned for me to not? Was there some scenario? No, 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 no. Where you were plotting me? You just sent me a text saying, I might die. So. I don't oh. know if you, and you're normally not one for exaggeration. Ah, so ah. I thought you might actually die. So that's why but it's a little shocking. In the real world, I'm not one for exaggeration. But when you're ill, when I'm behind a microphone, oh, all bets uh, are off. Well, this is true. So I was, we weren't behind a microphone when you were texting me saying, I might be dead, I might be dying. So I might have been behind a microphone. That's true. And just, I don't know about it yet. So we had two episodes to catch up on. And we have no notes. We're giving ten minutes so, per episode. So this oh, is, I don't so, know. So we're gonna. <laughs> so we're gonna do. <laughs> we're gonna do two episode recaps in the in amount like of time. Minutes. Yeah. Twenty and then, minutes, and then you can get back to your lunch. And the first <laughs> ten minutes is us just gonna be bullshitting because it's been two weeks. It has been. since I think we've actually talked. Well, you were nearly dead. Which is fine. I've been mostly dead all yeah, day. Mostly, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. the difference between mostly dead and all dead. So, uh, let's not disturb Pablo and Jessica. Yes. Right? So, is that what we're calling this episode? Yes. Do not disturb Pablo and Jessica? Yes. And do you know why we don't disturb them? Because they're dead. Right. Spoiler alert. Hashtag spoilers. Okay. Right? Well, I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, or, if, if you've watched the episode, you're aware that they're dead. I guess zombies can't bone either, right? I mean, I don't know. I've never seen them boning, but... I, I'm, just, I've never. I don't know. I'm sure that the bo- <laughs> the body parts aren't functioning in the same way that are required. Wouldn't that be about? Wouldn't that be about a bitch? You look down, yeah. it's gone. See, but, uh. like, but we never talked about this. The necrophiliacs have got to be having a damn field day now with the Walking Dead because you just strap one in, they're dead, but they're still kind of moving. Wow! Right? We're going there. <laughs> I don't know. I've never thought about well, it. Well, yeah. I mean, but you, yeah. Okay, yeah. If you're into biting, you're just oh, shit, shit out of luck. You're shit out of luck because that, <laughs> you know, that don't work. That's true. Um, I mean, well, there's... unless unless you're immune, like Alejandro, apparently, mm. we'll get to we'll get to that. Well, I See, don't I gotta, know. We got even though we're bullshitting, we got to throw a little taste in, right? A little foreshadowing of the episode to come. I still don't uh, know if Alejandro. I, I mean, um, da, 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 we'll get to it. Mm-hmm. We'll get to it. Um, well, okay, so the primal urge is just to feed. Well, I, for I them. For them. Yeah, that's what I don't get. I don't know about you, but there's times where, like, you know, I'm laying there in a pool of blood. I've A leg's been sawed off. Mm-hmm. And I, it's like, well, mm, uh, I'm I'm thinking about what I need to do with this exactly. pr- other problem I sweetie, got going on here. Sweetie, get over here. I it, need to... My name needs to go on. Right. I need... Just put a, uh, <laughs> what is it, uh, the thing where you wrap it real tight? I can't, wow. Tourniquet. There it is. Wow. A tourniquet around it and move me over here and I'm good to go. Tourniquet around what? Do around you, your bleeding leg that got sawed oh, off. Oh, the stump of the leg. Yes, yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. I think we're... Uh, we're not talking about cock rings. That's not where I was going oh. with this. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. Did... Was that on the merit? Was that on the registry? No, because no, no, no. I no, totally no. would have bought that for you. <laughs> well, totally. Well, if we well at the baby shower, it, I'll put that on the <laughs> registry. Actually, that's a different kind of ring. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, you might want to start using looking into that, <laughs> yeah. perhaps. Mm. I totally would have got that for you. Well, next time. by buying, what, getting that for you. <laughs> I mean, giving them to you. Use <laughs> oh God, is what I what, is what I mean by that. Yeah. And then we open it to couples' baby shower, and you're just like, "What is this?" Well, eh. I'm not going to pull this out of the bag. This party just got interesting, better. right? That and some body pain, and just see what happens. All right. Well, that's enough bullshit. Okay. Do not disturb. I'm going to say that these past two episodes, episode ten and episode eleven, yes, um, I enjoyed them both. I did too. And remind me if I forget mm-hmm. that I have some words that I want to say around this Fear the Walking Dead series as a whole mm-hmm. in comparison to its big brother, if you will. 
You did have uh, words. I have some th- thoughts on that, yeah. but I don't feel like sharing them right now. Yeah, maybe so, at the end. Maybe. Yeah, I agree with you. I like these two episodes. I feel like they're hitting their stride in some areas, and in some areas they're still a little off the mark, but I think that's true for The Walking Dead as well. So I'm not going to fault them for it because we don't fault the main show for it. And it's still very interesting, and I feel like they're moving the plot along and we're getting some idea of where we're going to be going. So I'm good with it. I've enjoyed them both. What I have noticed is that in this second half of the season is if you're going to have Chris and Travis an episode, then you certainly can't have Nick. It's weird. Isn't that interesting? Mm -hmm. Because in 10, we got too much Chris. I'm fine with the amount of Travis. Too much Chris. (laughs) And then episode 11, there's none, which is perfect. It's, it's, again, this is Nirvana. <laughs> All right. This is Nirvana. This is the best episode ever. <laughs> it's like, well, it just think, gets better. I know. I was going to say, I didn't really like episode 10 because of Chris. And we give Chris a raw deal. And honestly, he's becoming a more interesting character. Oh, sure. Which I appreciate. But I'm not sure I like his character, which I think is what they're going oh, for. Oh, absolutely. Maybe they're feeding in some fan service. Like, they hate him anyway. Let's just make him really hate him. It's like the heel in wrestling. Yes. He's the heel in anything. The whole point is to hate them. And when you hate them, then they've done their job. Right. And I think they're doing their job well. I wouldn't be surprised if... Wouldn't that be the worst if Travis has to put his son down, too, on top of already having to put his wife down? Different circumstances, obviously. My thought, and this is my wild speculation theory, is that it's going to end up being Nick... V Chris and like leading two separate groups, mm. like warring together, and then Nick is gonna have to put down Chris. That's what I think is gonna happen. Hmm. But I don't know that that's like way in the future. But. Do you think do you think that Chris is gonna cost Travis his life? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well or Travis will willingly sacrifice himself for Chris. But it tomato tomato. I think Travis will end up losing his life because of Chris. Yes, absolutely. Because of his belief that the world can get back to what it was mm-hmm. hmm. or in, i'm hoping we don't have a kylo ren situation where chris ends up killing travis i don't think that would do justice to travis's character but it could happen we've never could. seen that would be a definite twist and something we hadn't seen before so i mean there's a lot that could happen and I'm, I'm interested to see what they do with the character i hope it doesn't undersell like, I hope that they're building up to something and they have a plan in mind for the end. Well, we might as well just talk through all the Chris stuff while we're... Sure. Just pull that Band-Aid off. Right. Get through it. Um, he is becoming more of an interesting character. He... Clearly, he wants to belong. And you see... <laughs> yeah. You see the chinks in the uh, armor of him and his father's relationship they obviously you know what what travis did to his mother set Mm -hmm. him off they kind of resolved that somewhat but now chris is i think he's really starting to look at travis as someone that's weak for holding on to the beliefs that he's holding on to but there's still a certain amount of enough respect there that he wants to go with his dad yeah and i think he's starting to understand that there's a reason why they didn't go back with the rest of the group. Mm-hmm. And I think that Chris understands that he's that that reason. Well, and, yeah, and he even says that. You're right. That, you know, I know you didn't go back because of me, and I'm not safe. I can't go back, Dad. What are we going to do, just drive around until we think it's okay and then go back to Madison? I don't think that'll ever happen. Which, at, at least he's self-aware. Like, I've totally messed this up. There's no chance for reconciliation with me. So... You either need to decide you're going to stick with me or you need to go back with them. It's kind of what he's saying. And I don't know what Travis's end game is there. It's almost as though he's just willing to ride this out as what, however, whatever it takes, however long it takes to get Chris back, get his Chris back. Yeah. Uh, he's willing to do. And uh, obviously the whole no shoe thing took its toll. And that makes me worried for him because. Uh, you know, last thing he needs is an infection in his feet. Yeah, because um, there's and, not and doctors. not being able to move around. 
Yeah. Not be able to even walk well. In this world, if you can't run, you're probably going to die. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to let's talk about how they met that group. Okay. The, the sure. group of college mm-hmm. kids. In my world, if you come and you steal a can of refried beans from me and then stab a walker and then run away, if I chase you down, I'm not going to be like, whoa, dude, you're super badass. Let's hang out. <laughs> that seemed a little weird to me. That was a little weird. And if it were me, I'd have been like, well, hey, cool. Deuces. Right. I don't, we don't, I don't even never, I don't never, I never need to see you in my life ever again. Right. Like you got those you beans. You get to have the beans. Yeah. And, and you're free to take them as payment for wasting this zombie. Yeah. Job well done. See you on down the road. Right. Yeah. So that was a little weird. I think we're probably going to get a little more insight into that. I think there's more to it than that. I yeah. think these guys uh, are, aren't, well, who the hell is who they say they are? No one. Right. But I mean, <laughs> I don't, it felt this was the most stereotypical character I think they put in the show yet. Those mm. three dudes. Just mm. like, super bro. So bros. Oh, bro. We're just going to bro out, yo. And I'm just <laughs> like, what? why? What do we need these characters for? And I get the pack mentality, though, because if you have a bunch of people get together that have that, that are kind of wild, kind of loose. And you know, I've done it before when I was in college, oh, really? you get, a, Oh yeah. You get around people that kind of egg you on and you would mm. do stuff you normally wouldn't do by yourself when you're in a crowd of people that are all like, yeah, why not? Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Make a note of this. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I get the, that plot point and why, you know, Chris would want to fit into that and he feeds into that. Yeah. But it just seemed like a weird introduction. And then they follow them to their campsite and they see a fire and a car pulled off and like, yo, we know you're out there. We I want to come pee on you. I, I think that these guys are just scavengers. I think they, they just want, I think they just are, I think at their core, they're probably just bad people that just want to fuck with people. And, mm. You know, maybe they've got some shit or know where some shit is. So let's, they're the only other live people we've seen. Cause it looks like they wasted a couple of people back at that gas station that weren't walkers. Sure. Okay. So maybe the mentality, again, gang mentality, group mentality, group think, whatever. They're like, well, maybe there's some value there. We see what he did, but then there's also the other guy and they've got a car. So maybe they have gas. Maybe they live somewhere around here. Mm -hmm. I think they were just following him because that was a lead. Right. You know, and, 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 you know, if if you're a thief, you're going to, you're going to follow a lead. You're, if you're a killer, you're going to track down something that's like, oh, well, there's there's some uh, promise here. There's Maybe yeah. there this is going to lead to something. Yeah, multiple avenues that this could take. Sure. See where it goes. They, they, didn't, they didn't know. Uh, and maybe they were just dumb dicks that were yeah. pissed that, they, that he took their beans and right. their water. Right. Some people are stupid. And Travis could smell it from the beginning. Oh, yeah, absolutely, because he's not a dummy. Well, he's a mature adult. Yes. And I think, I mean, I'm not saying he's brilliant. No. But at least he's a mature adult and he realizes their plan is stupid because, and Chris should realize that too. They want to go to San Diego and North and he's like, yo, we just came from there. You know what's there? Burning ashes and embers. Right. We need to stay here, find high ground, someplace we can defend, someplace we can build a life and just kind of settle and see what happens. We need to stop moving and figure out a plan and until then we need to find a good place to survive until we know what really is going to happen which is a good idea yeah i mean well i think we'll we'll see more to that you know kind of flesh that out a little bit but obviously chris was enamored with their little crew i feel like since they were accepting of him sharing stories and that little truck ride Travis not wanting to have any, I don't even, he didn't even want to engage in any kind of conversation with it, which is smart. I wouldn't either. You, you have, there's nothing you could tell me. There's nothing you could say that is going to be of any value to me whatsoever. So I'm not even going to engage with you. This is just a truck ride. When the thing stops, we're done. See you later. Right. But you have your plan. I have my plan. We're going to part ways. There's no need to get chummy. But Chris is getting suck, sucked into this. It's just like any regular gang. 
Yeah, you like, feel like you belong. You you want to belong to something. And hey, dad, come on, we should go with him. They think I'm cool. Right. When you're not cool. <laughs> right. But he doesn't understand that that's not what community and family is. Mm-hmm. He's just trying to attach himself with something where he feels like he's accepted. But the minute he loses th- that that whatever they see in him or he takes a misstep or he's no longer useful or, or he, it's a choice between the three of them and him. In, in, in him, they're going to, they're going to chuck him on the trash pile. Yeah, he, uh, That's something they can easily sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, his family, his dad, and even, you know, the, the old group wouldn't necessarily immediately do that to him. They might want to, stay keep their distance but they wouldn't want to see him dead or anything no but he doesn't see that but but that's one of the things i like about what they're doing is because they're showing us that i i I think i think there's some validity to what you're you're suggesting that chris will probably live on yes even though we don't want him to but it's kind of like a necessary evil and i almost feel like we're seeing we we could potentially be seeing the uh the the seedling of a great villain yeah that's one thing i like about the contrasting stories between nick and chris you see you know they both had similar backgrounds I and mean, one wasn't a junkie but when the end of the world happened there's two paths you could take one to the right, one to the left, and we're seeing Nick and Chris go the opposite way. So it's interesting to see it the, is. It the is character development going the opposite way and how Nick struggled with it and he's going for good, going for good, and Chris struggled with it and he's just going to go. He's turning evil. He's just going that way. And I almost feel like that's why they've deliberately kept them out of the same episode so yeah. that we can focus on those parallel uh, – Somewhat parallel paths, right? Or yeah. contrast, excuse me. It's not yeah. quite parallel. Right. No, it's Diver- the opposite of parallel. Diverging paths. Yes. Uh, so that we can focus on those as opposed mm-hmm. to having them crammed into the same episode. Yeah. Uh, but it's clear to me that Chris is too he's he's too far gone. Uh, with the they whole made that f- evident. Oh, yeah. They made that evident with a cliffhanger uh, of Do Not Disturb. Uh, him basically blasting that... Um, the farmer, the farmer, the guy that owned the place, and Travis. You know, he's like, "Well, wait a minute. No, there's there's people that live here because he's seeing the graves yeah. and they're relatively new. This is somebody's land, and you know that guy had every right to draw down on those kids. They're uh, coming stealing his food. It's his shit. It's his farm. It's exactly it's food. Yeah. It's, it's, so what? It's a bunch of they're going to steal a chicken, and he shoots this kid in the leg because he's going to take one of the chickens like that's his food put my fucking that's chicken his down property right i've told you to get yeah you're well within your right you may disagree i don't i don't I, disagree i would have done the same thing uh, bitch he didn't sh- kill him stop choking my chicken right he didn't and kill put him. my chicken down right too. as soon as the dude killed the chicken he was like you know what no done so i'm with you and yeah. then, i don't think chris was over the line oh chris loved it he was enjoying do you know what it reminded me of? Mm. Carl. Uh-oh. Remember after the prison mm-hmm. when that guy was surrendering? Carl just shot him anyway. And Herschel even told Rick, he was like, dude, he killed that guy in cold blood. He didn't have a weapon. He was surrendering. Carl shot him. So it made me think of that a little bit. But Carl was just a young, confused kid that had seen his mom and just had to kill his mom. Mm-hmm. You know, a little different. Uh, Chris was like, yeah, I'm going to kill this guy because I want to and I want to eat these chickens and these dudes are going to think I'm cool because it's blood in. Now it's blood out. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, I also feel like maybe he was making a statement to his father as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like I'm not a child. I do what I want. You need to shut up. That kind of statement or yeah. like um, you can go now. I I'm staying this. with them. Yeah. I'm not going with you. And so... That that puts Travis at risk. Sure. And really the only thing that he has is to uh, – the only leverage Travis now has with these kids is his son. And I don't know if that's going to be enough. So we're going to see how that plays out. Yeah. So Which we ripped we, that Band-Aid off. Yeah. 
Um, well, yeah, we got that mandate off, but I don't, I don't want to go into episode 11 just yet. Oh, we need to talk about, there's still some stuff to mine there with the introduction of, um, Elena, Elena. Yeah. We need to talk about that whole, in, in, in the opening, the wedding scene, calling back to several episodes ago, I guess Los Muertos would yeah. be mm-hmm. when that all started. I think so. Yeah. When they first got to the, uh, hotel yeah great opening scene yeah i really thought that was great everyone's having fun it's beautiful imagery yes which was a nice contrast because the world normally is dark and dirty and run down but it's nice to see oh not that long ago honestly everything everybody was happy people were still celebrating life celebrating marriage it is beautiful. Trucked the whole family down. It was nice. Took in a couple donkey shows. Why not? Then let's go get married. Because if you need... Okay. Oh, you got to take the donkey show in before you get married. I don't <gasps> recommend the donkey show. I mean, you can do it. You know, and but all- it's, it's a conscience thing. You don't want you don't want to... Because then you could admit that, well, well during our marriage, no. I, right. I've never looked upon something... <laughs> That I probably shouldn't have looked upon. Just make sure before you go to a donkey show that you read the Yelp reviews because there's reputable places and not so reputable. So just make sure you go to the right one. I, I um, <laughs> I, I, I find it a stretch to think that, that any of those are reputable. Well, that's true. But some are better than others. So just read the Yelp. That's what the Yelp is for. Oh, okay. So not reputable. Uh, quality of the show. Yeah. Some are donkeys. And the size of the donkey. Right. Some are donkeys. Some could be horses. And that's oh. just absurd. Oh, and the worst <laughs> is when they throw a mule in. Oh. I didn't pay money to see a mule. I paid money to see a donkey. Exactly. <laughs> so why are we here? I don't know. Yeah. You know mules are sterile? I did know that. All of them. Yeah. Every single one. Yeah. I knew that. So okay. mule, mules can't breed. No. You can't have a mule mate don't, with another mule and get another mule. Yeah, you it sure can't. It doesn't work. It, it's <laughs> The mule is a prime example of not leaving well enough alone. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's poor bastards. Well, they can, it, it's... You can, mm. Well, one good thing for the mule is they can fuck whatever, and they're not they going to have offspring. They could. Yeah. 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 Weird. Hmm. Interesting. Can't do any more damage. Okay, so at the wedding, we I like know how we bring it. Yeah, I like how we were talking about the honeymoon right before the actual yeah. wedding. It's like eating ice cream before dinner. Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta do yeah, it. Yeah, because I'm an adult and I can do what I want. Whatever I want. So at the wedding, we know that shit is already going down because the bride's mother and father are like, "Yo, we gotta go." They're talking we, about closing borders. They're talking about closing the borders. The sickness is still spreading. We gotta get out of here. And they're like, okay, okay, but we're going to have the first dance, the father-daughter dance. And mom is like, no, no, we got to go now. We got to get everybody out of here. And of course, dad has a heart attack because why wouldn't he? His ticker is not too good. And the donkey show well, maybe was, oh more than God, he, yeah. was more than was he could handle. Too much. Yeah. So that we figured out why he died. He's like, well, let me have this dance with my beautiful daughter. Why am I thinking the donkey show <laughs> while I'm trying to have a beautiful moment with my daughter? Okay. And uh, I'm about to have a myocardial infarction. <laughs> and he dies quickly. And not only does he die quickly, he turns super quickly as well. Well, he was old. Uh, yeah, but I don't think that has any bearing on how fast you turn. It's random. But all those endorphins from the donkey show, I just f- sped up the process. I feel like the time it takes to turn into a walker is based on how quickly you need to move the plot. That's just what oh, you, you think so. That's just what I'm saying. So, like, oh, we need to wrap the scene up in 30 seconds. So he's going to turn into a walker in 20. Yeah. And just start chowing down on his daughter. Because his daughter is giving him mouth to mouth because why wouldn't she? She's clearly. She didn't know any better. Right. She didn't know. No, any absolutely. Better. And they didn't know. They don't know that everybody has it. So he starts chowing down on her face, bites through her cheek. And Elena, being the crafty woman that she is, was like, you know what? I don't want any part of this. I'm just going to lock him in. Which is awesome and also a little bit awful. Right. But what what do you do? What do you do? What would you have done? I don't know. At at that point, not knowing anything, not knowing anything, you think these people maybe brought the sickness down with them. I understand totally locking the door, trying to contain it. Makes sense. Yeah. 
Mm, but there's, I, I don't know. I don't know if she would have had enough information to know that. Well, I don't think she knew what exactly they were. She just knew shit was going down. Right. And at, on the outside world, we knew that there was infections going on. And honestly, as we learn later, which was a fantastic scene of her breaking down and remembering what she did. She was not happy with herself for doing that. She Oh no, she wasn't spoke about it with Alicia later in the episode. Um but as the as the staff member for the hotel from a customer service perspective, you have to think about all the of rest of guests. the guests. Yes. And if some shit's going down in this room and I can contain it. Yeah. And there's a hundred people in here where and I can contain it and the damage is only a hundred people. Wouldn't the other thousands of guests that are in my hotel appreciate that? Well, to quote Spock, the needs of the many, many outweigh the needs yes. of the few. They did not live long and prosper. No. However, some of them are still alive. That is true. We find that out. Later. Yes. So Elena, we find out later that Elena is the one who marked all the doors. Mm-hmm. Because Alicia hears her mom down there playing the piano and sees the the herd come in and be like, "Yo, mom, quit being dumb." And so she gets trapped in corner. Play chopsticks some other time. <laughs> Maybe not now. <laughs> while you're drinking tequila shots in a room full of windows. I can't drink tequila shots. I love a good margarita, but drinking tequila straight, I just mm. don't really like the flavor. I can't drink a margarita at all. I do not like them. It's but just, I'm tequila. <laughs> I've never had a good experience with it. So. Vodka, whiskey. <laughs> sure. No to gin. I, <laughs> I'm never drinking gin. gin. I'd rather drink gin than tequila. Uh, I'd rather drink water than either. Well, of those. that's true. But I mean, anyway, what am I going to do? Shots, tequila all day. Oh, yeah. You don't shoot gin. Gin is not no. a, unless your name is Stephen the Brit. <laughs> then you shoot whatever the shit is there. Gin and amaretto. Right. right. I don't even know if those can go together. Make some orange liqueur. He would do it though. He would. He, I'm just putting it in a coffee cup. <laughs> like you have a drinking problem. That's the problem. He that does. you have a drinking problem. We should really talk to him about that. Well, so her and Elena meet because she's trapped and she opens the elevator, climbs in, gets on the cables, and mm-hmm. Elena's like, "Climb, child." And we come to find out that Elena's alive. And that some of the other guests are alive because she's like, are you with the guests? Who are you? Why are you after me? And the guests do not like her at all because they blame her for locking them in. Right. Which they should because that's totally what she did. Well, and she controls the hotel. She's probably contained them to the floor that they're on. Brilliant. Right. And they can't can't go nowhere. She's herding people around, moving them around. She's doing a good thing. She's trying to contain the problem and she still has some sort of... It's responsibility. Yes. Responsibility she feels a responsibility to the for guests. the guests. Yeah. Absolutely. She's doing her job. And they don't realize that because they're selfish. Because they're customers. Yes. And this job would be great if it wasn't for the fucking customers. That's always true. And they still are acting like customers. Customers always write my ass. No, that's not true. I I worked in customer service for a long time, and that's absolutely not true. It's not. And when the customer says, you know the customer's always right, my response is, well, in this case, it's not true. You know what I like to say? The customer's always right as long as I am still want to get money from them. Right. If I no longer want money from them, then you're no longer my customer. Right. Get the fuck out. Right. You can write a scathing review on the Yelp. Oh, yeah. I give zero shits. You and fucking Yelp. I don't know why Yelp. I, I don't use Yelp. Why are you I don't use why Yelp. Why are you Yelp's dick? I don't, I don't understand. I don't even use it. Like, I, I, I know that it, Yelp consists of people who work at the restaurant writing their own reviews. Oh, it, I'm not foolish. There's, there's 100 kids in Indonesia right. writing Yelp reviews. Right. You can hire out they people to- They got Yelp re- farms. Right. That's what they got. They got everything farms. That's true. Okay. We're going to get off topic again. <laughs> That's true. I feel it. So, Alicia finally gets down to the main room. Uh, we, I don't feel like we're skipping around too much. No, right? no, no. Who she, gives a shit? Because they're talking no, to Elena. Nobody's listening to this. Right. Talking to Elena <laughs> when they have their little conversation, blah, blah, blah. Get down to the main room to find uh, Madison and Strand. They're not there, but Elena's brother is being held hostage by the guests and they just want the keys so that they can yeah. have control of the hotel and they want her out. Blah, blah, blah. More things happen. The herd comes back in and we finally get a reunited between... Madison Strand and Alicia without knowing what happened 
Which we do find out. Yeah, we didn't know if Madison and Strand escaped. You assume Mm -hmm. because that would be ridiculous for them not to show that death, but they're trying to play off The Walking Dead like maybe they died. I don't know. We'll have to see in seven episodes if they did. Well, they're doing some weird things where they're like, you know, telling things in parallel and kind of bringing it back a little bit. And it's interesting. I like it. Oh, I have no problem with it. Not everything has to be parallel. And so that's how the episode ends. Yeah. Right. All in all, great episode. I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Uh, and so that uh, goes right into uh, Pablo and Jessica. Yes. And uh, which we learn is uh, Pablo is Luciana's uh, brother. Brother. Uh, not Mr. her boyfriend. Not her boyfriend. thought, mm-hmm. which, you know, he was making an assumption. Um, not that I don't think that would have, I don't think that would have changed anything for him. Oh, no. But, you know, it's certainly change. It's certainly going to change how I respond to hearing that news so that I can console you appropriately. Yes. But I'm just glad that son of a bitch is out of my way. Yes. So that I can handle <laughs> my business. Some business. Yes. Because Ophelia <laughs> has done gone. So now the only one around that I'm interested in is you, sweetie. Ophelia who? So we do find out how they made uh, Madison Strand made it out uh, their little predicament. And Madison took a page out of Nick's book. Yeah. And, you know, it makes me wonder why in the hell do, uh, on The Walking Dead. Don't people walk around with that shit all the time? Yeah. Well. Do you have an answer for this? I I'd think, like to hear. Uh, eventually, we will see people that do. Well, that's true. That's coming. Yes. But what I'm saying is uh, Rick and Glenn did that. People don't want to. Way back in the beginning. And then we just did it again. Uh, to get out of Alexandria. Well, well not everybody. Not everybody. It. The right people got That's eaten. That's true. Mom? Uh, Mom? Mom? I'm so glad he's dead. Oh, God. God. I've <laughs> never wanted to see a child be We're talking murdered. about children and just being so glad that they're <laughs> dead. We're the worst people. Uh, I mean... I, I'm with you. I think it's something that you should do all the time. If you're going to go out from your safe zone... Into which, uh, which, what is her name? Luciana? Yeah. Luciana and Nick do. Every time they leave the compound, they, they put some shit on. Put some shit on. Because this just makes good sense. Right. If this like protect if you're gonna, me. If you're going to go to the deer blind, I need to mask my scent so that the deer aren't scared. I'm going to cover myself in urine. Deer urine. All the deer urine. What do people in the military dress in? Camouflage. Right. That's appropriate for the terrain they're going to be in. Yeah, I'm with you. Why do they do that? I would absolutely (laughs) be covered in walker filth. All the time I wasn't at home. I'm going to smell bad anyway. Right. Yeah. You might as well be When's the last time I showered? Couldn't tell you. I walk around with a condom on all the time (laughs) because you never know. You never know. It's like in The Martian when he comes back. They're like, God, you smell. He's like, I haven't had a shower in like a year and a half. What do you want from me? I'm not sure what you were expecting. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, No, so that was something that seemed uh, interesting to me because they do it so often in this. And uh, are we going to go out on a limb and say that uh, our Fear the Walking Dead crew is just that much more intelligent? Uh, I don't know. I think, I think that's not more intelligent. I think just new to it. Okay. And the other guys are so confident in their abilities at this point that they've been through so much Br- shit. Yeah. That they're like, whatever. Bring it. I'll just blast it in the head. Right. Come. I will kill you with my bare hands. Yeah. That's what I'll, I will okay. crush your skull. I don't need to avoid you. I'm going to kill you. Remurder you. Right. I am the mountain. I guess it would be. And you are the, the first you time are the red viper. <laughs> yes. Uh, anyway, so Rick and crew just have hubris. <laughs> That's zombie stuff that and hubris. Clear. Yeah, we've we've established that. That's been well established. <laughs> okay, I just so, thought that was interesting. So, so because Strand didn't want to do it, he's like, "You're uh, not, you're not serious." And she's like, "Yeah, we're doing this. It's good for your skin." Yeah, why would Madison it be? was like, oh, let me just let me just slather myself. Right. I'm so used to having all right. sorts of fluids all over my face. Right. Let me just here we go. I'm ready now. Travis was really into that. Bukaki <laughs> was his Wow. <laughs> Donkey shows, Bukaki. I don't know where we've gone. Man, I need to be sick more often. <laughs> and Yelp. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> it's out of control. So yeah, they get out, they walk through, they see the truck is gone. 
Yeah. So do you think Ophelia took the truck? Hell yeah. Yeah. And, well, who, who else would do it? Because all the guests were still there. Yeah. And I don't think someone's going to be stumbling along and just randomly find the one truck that, that works. Yeah. And so, Well, I guess I believe you and I agree. I, I was thinking to myself, well, did they leave the keys in the truck? That would not be logical even in this situation because anybody could take it. No. Then it would have to be someone that would maybe know who had the keys or where they were. Yeah. And it really just leaves Ophelia. Maybe so. Ophelia had the keys. Yeah. She it's wasn't a, driving, was she? I don't think so. Strand wouldn't let somebody drive. Mm. Wouldn't let a woman drive. That doesn't seem like something he'd you don't do. Think so? No. He's pretty progressive. <laughs> well, I mean, you know. <laughs> granted. <laughs> <laughs> Points. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think she probably took it. I would sure. agree. But Strand and Madison are, don't know that. They think maybe Alicia's gone. And so right. Strand is trying to console her. Hey, it's okay. She's fine. You don't know that. I know that. If she left, she had to leave. She didn't know where we were. She probably tried to get to us. There's nothing we can do. We can't worry about it now. All we can worry about is where we are and what we do next. Which is true. you got to worry about the present when you're surrounded in that kind of situation. Yeah. Voice of reason. Yeah. Good old Nick. Well, I tell you what, he really has come a long way. Because a preview for this episode, you saw him cutting some lines. You're like, uh-oh. 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 But no, he's cutting the oxy, yeah. which is brilliant until those fuckers figure out that you're cutting their oxy. Well, they're not going to know. No. Because no. they even said, like, in this powder form, you get higher faster. Like, you, you feel it faster. Yeah. Which is because it's so powdered. So that's good. So he's, he, I think he'll be able to fool them. And the people that are taking Oxy are probably going to die anyway. So I think it's okay. Right? Yeah. I mean, they're they're taking Oxy for pain. They're not taking it for... Yeah, there's no... There is no uh, therapeutic uh, no. Uh, uh, reason to take Oxy. Right, it's not an antibiotic. It's like, it's like morphine. It's not going to kill nothing. No. It's, no. It's no. just going to make you feel better while you die. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, it's to the point where you need to take the morphine. Right. Ah, it's just right. let's make you comfortable. Yeah. It'll be okay. Um, yeah. Shh, 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 shh. Uh, that makes you think of <laughs> that makes me think of Saving Private yes, Ryan. Of course, that's why I did that. God, that's awful. That's the worst thing ever. Oh, God. Oh. I can't watch that it gives scene. Me goose flesh every time I think about it. Seeing that up on the big screen, it's like oh. Fuck. And you're just yelling. You're oh, like, up you. him. He's fucking right there. Oh. Turn the corner. Oh. Get off your ass and do some shit. He let it. It was his fault that he died. It absolutely it's his fault. I hate that fucking kid. All right. But enough about kids. Um, so, okay, where were we? I lost track. So they're staying in the little yes. massage place. Mm. And they've showered. Mm. And Strand is like... We need to stay together, baby. There's a massage bed like, everywhere. Ooh, this is going to get interesting. Massage bed. But there's a couple's room upstairs. <laughs> so It's better if we stay together. Your bed is mine. <laughs> I'm a seducer of people. <laughs> I would have hit on you. And then I would have put my dick in you. <laughs> Because when the light's out, <laughs> nobody needs to know. Right. It's just warm. Yeah, it's, Insert yeah. thrust. Repeat. <laughs> <laughs> so they hear people talking and gunshots. Oh, oh, that's not the dead. It's not the dead. It's Alicia. Right. Which brings us right back to when the other one the took extra- off. Yeah, the extraction point of uh, the previous episode. Right. Uh, so I like that. I like kind of going back. It's almost kind of like it's like reading a Game of Thrones novel, right? It's like, oh, yeah, hey, absolutely. this whole novel is going to take place in this chunk here. That these two chapters that you read, uh, all this shit in this book happened in this same timeline. Uh, that may have been an over exaggeration. Was what they're doing, perfect. But, you know, was it so? The perfect analogy. Yes. All analogies are inexact, right? Isn't that by definition what an analogy is? <laughs> you compare something to something else, they're not going to be exact. It can't be exact. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Madison realizes, though, after talking to Elena, that the hotel is stocked. It's got food, water, water canned goods, dry goods for massage months. Massage oil. Yeah. Out the wazoo. Right. And so, like, hey, there's people here, people here. Let's work together. Great speech. Great, yeah. great speech. Uh, Strand's been a little distant these past two episodes and a lot quieter and a lot less, um, 
I don't know what the word is I'm looking for, but he's just uh, kind of kept to himself. He's he's just kind of there. I think reality's starting to hit him. Absolutely. I want to go back to a few episodes where I made the statement that when he was talking about Thomas and he that piece of acting I kind of was going uh, talking mm-hmm. about where he, Domingo Coleman was, I think, very well conveying to us, the audience, that his character of Strand was surprised by the love that he had for Thomas Abigail. Yeah. And I feel like we're getting to see even more of that in this episode that he, he's starting to feel, I think he's really starting to feel the grief of that loss. And it's not so much that he, I mean, yes, he lost Thomas, but I think the world is starting to set in on him that, you know, that was, to him, that may have been the one in this sea of many that he never even thought was possible that he could ever love someone to the level that he did Yeah, uh, with Thomas. And now that's gone. And then that it's gone. It's gone. Right. And I like the parallel and conversation he had with the groom mm-hmm. and then his wife, Jessica. And I love when people talk like he's like, he said a statement, and, and Strand was like, I get that. And like, no, you don't. What the fuck? What? Why are you so special? Why are you the only one who's ever had this happen ever? You act like you're <laughs> the only person who's ever loved anybody and ever lost anybody. Yeah. Calm the fuck down and realize what's actually happening. While some sp- experiences can be unique, how sure. arrogant do we have to be to think that even a grief that is not identical that that person can't feel at the same level. And, but again, we're selfish. We want to think that we're completely unique and that no one has ever felt what we've ever felt before. And that, and I, and I like that they, they uh, touched on that because I think that gives a nice dimension to this series as a whole is we're, we're really experiencing I mean, even more so than the main series, we're experiencing some depth of emotions and things that have never been explored before the way that they're being unpacked. And I'll just go ahead, because if I don't do it now, I'll forget. I think The Fear of the Walking Dead is quietly becoming a better series than The Walking Dead. And what I mean by that is The Walking Dead relies mainly on the gore and the shock factor. Mm -hmm. And once you get to the quiet moments, things tend to come to a grinding halt in my mind. Now, there's times when you have interactions between some characters where it's like, oh, that was really cool. And that's great acting. But if you don't have that action... By and large, you're like, oh, that was a shitty episode. Well, and I think that what the opposite is true, I think, of Fear of the Walking Dead. It's like, I actually like these quiet moments where people are having discussions and we're exploring characters more deeply. Uh, we're, we're letting, kind of letting the scenes breathe and, and really th- the walkers truly are a backdrop. Well, to- I think in The Walking Dead, that's what's different with the fear of the walking dead is that we're seeing society collapse. Yeah. And I feel like they're doing that well and they've, they're really using that to their advantage, which I was worried that there wouldn't, but I feel like since all of this is so new pain is so fresh and so mm-hmm. raw, they're really playing into that and showing the characters really having to figure out who they are where we go from here, what have I actually lost? And in The Walking Dead, it's so far in the future and they've been struggling for so long Mm -hmm. that you don't see that where they lost their humanity. You kind of just expect like, oh, They just kind of go at times. And this season was a little different, season six, where where they thought, oh, maybe there's a future. We've got hope now. Mm -hmm. We can build a future. So they're trying to get a little glimpse of it now and then Negan's there to wake their shit up. But Fear the Walking Dead... It's so fresh that you saw them go from living in a house and the world falling apart. 
and just to see the character arc for them and yeah. the way that's developed, I think they've done a, a lot. Has really, if you think about it, in weeks, eleven episodes, seventeen episodes, yeah. a lot of shit has happened. Yeah, they've come a long way. Yeah, and it hasn't been a long period of time. No, weeks, maybe a couple months, not a long time. So I agree with you. But then in this episode, they did have a big action sequence. Oh, they did. Which they didn't draw out over several episodes. They did it within a few minutes, which I thought was great. Yeah. I mean, but one question. How does Alicia's phone still have a charge? I don't even understand. And why was she not using it before? Sometimes a teenage girl, you can be listening to your music if you got a battery left, or was she saving it for an opportune moment? But I don't she must have just had it turned off. You know, sometimes when your battery's low, and you turn it off, and you turn it back on, you get a few extra uh, uh, percentage points. So the battery wouldn't run down even with the phone off. It should. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, at some point, it should be stone cold dead. Yes, so unless it's solar power. Right. And I mean, if the hotel has power, they absolutely should stay there. Maybe she's this magical. That's what she's got an electric personality. Maybe within her, she has this bright yellow sun. (laughs) Is that what it is? And it shines so brightly. She's a cyborg. It's possible. Yeah. So, but I like that scene. Um, with Madison being brave and showed her bravery and her willingness to sacrifice for everybody to do what needed to be done. I like that and that they show her character. They're kind of setting her up as a leader, the dominant motherly figure for everybody. Like, shit needs to be done, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Which, which I like. I feel like she could have been more than five feet away from the walkers, but uh, that's okay. The plot needed it. Well, if she fell, they'd have been on her, mm-hmm. like white on rice. You know what that scene had? Plenty of cowbell. Boy, did it. <laughs> but it needed more. Sure. And Alicia in the water, like, hey, I'm right here, Mom. Yeah, I know. See ya. See the big red boat. We're good. Yeah. No, I thought that was pretty smart. You draw them out. Yeah. Instead of clearing them. Into the riptide. Because it would have taken forever. And there's always the risk that someone's not going to make it when you're it is in close quarters with walkers so yeah it smart. is we're, we're we're getting close we've only actually got uh four episodes until the end of the season and we're yeah. losing somebody i'm not sure who it is yet leisha's safe nick's safe chris is safe madison's safe i think ophelia's safe probably but so travis be- and strand got me a little worried now agreed um one thing we didn't touch on and, and do not disturb, one of the most important things I, I felt was that Alicia made a statement to Elena that her mom would die for her. Yeah. And how amazing that would be, not just in the real world when shit's not falling apart, but to know that with all, all every fiber of your being that in order f- someone would sacrifice themselves so that you could live on. Yeah, that's a very powerful thing. Sure, and that that stood out f- uh, for me. Um, you know, Nick hooking up with Luciana. We didn't yes. really talk about that. I think like we should. Well, I mean, we probably should talk a little bit about the whole uh, infect not immunity thing. I th- still think it's bullshit. Well, in his story, when he talked about he was in there with another kid who was like addicted and they thought he was a walker or whatever, mm-hmm. well, the whole story didn't quite make sense. And I'm just like, why would you be in the middle of a herd of them trying to save someone unprotected? Like, if you know what they're capable of and you didn't know yeah, that you were immune. I'm still not buying it. I don't think Nick is either. Uh, no. No. Um... Which is good to see. I think he's kind of distanced himself from that wanting to uh, align himself with the, what's that? What was the the old lady's name from the compound? Shit, well, I don't even remember. I mean, we're horrible at this. Well, it's why do we even a, do this? She's dead. She is dead. So why does it matter? Um, he bought into her uh, nonsense, yeah. and I just don't think he's going to do that anymore. No. Uh, but he's there to help. Uh, they gave him a place to stay, which is great because you need a place to throw the bone. Well, it's true. Um, you can't. Nobody wants to come spend the night in your infirmary bed. Oh no! Oh no! 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 Dirty, filthy, 
sheets. Right. Just I want to make the sheets dirty and filthy. Exactly. I don't want them to be pre-dirty and filthy. Um, but I don't know about their relationship. Do you think it's her? It's a rebound for her brother dying? Uh, do you feel? I think any? it's still part of the test. Oh, what? It, so because it was so she's testing his skills. Oh, or maybe. That, is that what we're maybe. going with? Like, uh, see how many times I can finish before you do, Nicholas. Is that is that a test? You know, I don't know if that's I don't know if that's something you want to take him up on because I'm pretty sure he's just like you know, one right after the other. Yeah, full 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 load. <laughs> Full load every time. Just, you know. I'm sure you're right. Um, young fella like that. <laughs> yeah. Those were the days. Viral. Uh, <laughs> no, because she didn't really uh, advance and come on to him until she he asked her uh, about that whole scenario yeah. and that, you know, Alejandro said that you were testing me. And then she was like, okay, let's throw down. I'm like, right. hmm. You see through huh. me, you might as well see all of me. I guess. We'll see what comes out of that. Yeah, I, I'm interested to see where that goes. I think it's just going to lead to complications. Yeah, I don't... Again, I still don't believe that the colony is all that it's cracked up to be. I don't think Alejandro is on the up and up. Mm-mm. I don't... Uh, a little girl's still upset that her dad's dead. But at it, least she has a grandma to comfort her now. True. So you know they're going to do that again at sure. some point. Which next episode, I would think it looked like, yeah, and so I mean, that can't be okay. And so, I think that's going to be a breaking point for him. Um, you can only take so much of that. I think right now it's it's weird because he's kind of there's been some distance from that, yeah, and really, I don't know, I know I haven't thought about it a whole lot either, but Mm -hmm. these are people that are sending people capable, able bodied, healthy, seemingly healthy people into the fray. Yes. To see if they can survive without defending themselves. Why it's, is that okay? I don't think it is okay. Well, see if you're a chosen one too. Oh, you're not. Hmm. Shocking. So. Interesting. Been two good episodes. Two though. good episodes. I'm ready really to see it. how the... Really uh, enjoyed it. I like the direction yeah. it's going in. And hopefully we'll be uh, regular from now on. Oh, I'm regular every day. Well, I'm just mean like not be ill. I'm hoping, oh, yeah. I'm hoping your sickness has passed. Um, me and that, too. And that I don't catch whatever you had. Me, me too. Because I think whatever it is that I had has infected this podcast episode. Why? I think uh, this has been podcast gold. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll we see. threw in enough personal stories that people Did didn't know were personal stories, but now they do. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Edit that out. I almost got away with that one. <laughs> All right. Well... Catch us on the flip side if yeah. we're uh, – hey, if you're ever in town, we'll go take in a donkey show. Just for <laughs> we, the hell of it. We'd have to leave town, but sure. Well, <laughs> no. There's that place. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Never okay. mind. It's yeah. on the Yelp. Okay. It's on the Yelp. It got a 4.6 review. Yeah. I don't know who left <laughs> I don't know who left that one bad review. Probably uh, – yeah, never mind. I'm not going to go there. Yeah. Anyway. No. But you can find us on Twitter. Yeah, questions, concerns. Uh, Which there might be many. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you guys need to just stop yeah. is what you need to do. Hit <laughs> us up on Twitter at FearEnthCast or shoot us an email, fear at EnthCast.com. And don't forget, fight the dead, but fear the EnthCast. Fear the EnthCast.